Paratruth Radio is a proud member of Evergreen Podcasts on KillerPodcast.com. Christian and non-Christian paranormal investigators. They have two different views, and it seems as if neither of them can ever agree on anything. So what happens when a mainstream view of the paranormal crosses paths with the Christian view? What's up, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Paratruth Radio. My name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And do we have a show for you today, but first and foremost, happy spring and happy Easter, because that is... When this episode lands on it, yeah. Yeah, so (laughs) happy Easter, everybody. You know, we... Apparently, we decided not to do an Easter episode. I completely forgot about it, and that's okay. Well, I thought Um, about it, but we've done so many... Like, yeah, it would be redundant at this point. So, right. Yeah. Uh, so we're not going to do that this this year. If if something happens at the end where we come up with a conversation regarding Easter, cool. Or at some point in this in this episode. But otherwise, we'll just leave it at happy Easter. Hope you guys have a good one. Uh, eat all the whatever you guys are eating. Easter's kind of a weird holiday, I think, when it comes to <laughs> dinners for a lot of people. One of my favorite things, though which I've never, I've only had once is this weird thing where people buy sheep cakes. They're like cake. That's in the shape of a sheep or a lamb, a lamb in the mm-hmm. shape of a lamb. And like, and it's like a, you know, a 3d molded lamb. And, you know, I've had it once years ago at an ex-girlfriend's grandparents house, but you know, being as morbid as I am nowadays, I'm thinking how cool would it be to use like red velvet cake and shape it into a lamb so that when you cut into it, you get this like blood effect, right? Like this meaty interior. Hey, pretty cool. In Sicily, they um, celebrate St. Agatha and they have breast cakes hmm. because she was martyred by um, tying her to a stake and then they cut off her breasts. Each. So they Each. to celebrate her, they eat breast cakes, and it's literally a cake in the shape of a breast. Interesting. Very. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> On with the uh, show. <laughs> On with the show. Anyway, so this week, something came up this past week that I learned about, which Justin and I, despite having spent 15 plus years researching and studying the paranormal, the supernatural, and the occult, and everything in between, we only ever knew that if you were to break a mirror, it would do what? Give you seven years bad luck. Exactly. But this past week, we were enlightened when a friend of mine decided to send me an article regarding broken glass. And it turns out that there's more to this idea of broken glass than meets the eye because there's actually a lot of spiritual meaning behind breaking glass as well. Mm-hmm. And in this article that we're using, there's not even a mention of bad luck, superstition, things like that. This is all spiritual 
there's biblical references, there's uh, various beliefs from around the world. Uh, so I think we'll just go ahead and kind of jump into it. But I mean, Justin, you, I mean, I know you, we've all broken glass. We've all broken mirrors mm-hmm. over the year. And I guess that's the other big thing, right? That's the big deception here or the big thing because the seven years of bad luck is really in regard to broken mirrors, mm-hmm. not broken glass. Right. Uh, but Though, what we don't, what a mirror is. Is, is nothing right. more than glass. <laughs> right. It's just more highly reflective than what glass is. Right. Because so really of the paint we put on the back of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. But over, you know, growing up and even recent years, like what has been your experience with broken mirrors or broken glass? Um, I other guess than in terms of cutting myself on it. <laughs> well, yeah. That, uh, I got, I, 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 yeah, I should have elaborated. In terms of, overall meaning like do you and how you feel or have felt when breaking uh, an object as such um other than pissed off for breaking something um nothing really i mean even looking at this article and you know looking back in my life at the the glass that i've broken trying to kind of associate what was going on in my life at the time Nothing that I can think of. I mean, like, <clears throat> I had broken a glass or, or two before um, my father-in-law's and stepdad's death. Does that mean that was a f- foreboding to their death? Not necessarily. They were on death's door anyways. So, right. um, I can't... I mean, you always think of, when, when you break a mirror specifically, shit, now I'm going to have bad luck, but I mean, reading through this article, even just breaking a mirror doesn't necessarily mean that, you right. know, because it's something we're taught from a young age. Right. I mean, and I feel like it isn't as common nowadays, especially for the younger generations. Uh, but when we were growing up, we were really driven hard with the superstition, mm-hmm. Um you know, our parents, grandparents, everybody had superstition. And especially in Northeast Ohio or in Ohio generally, we tend to be of higher superstition than other states and cities, uh, which is an odd thing. Uh, but especially here in Cleveland, from what I've noticed, uh, just based on, you know, statistics and various studies throughout history and, of course, various uh, you know, news articles and stuff, where we've, they've said that we are one of the most superstitious cities in the world and that of course stems primarily to like the whole sports thing in ohio Mm -hmm. uh the idea of curses and this and that so with that said i i think for people our age um i would say probably roughly around 30 and above uh you probably had some sort of experience with superstition um and breaking glass or breaking a mirror is one of those things that I think are probably pretty prominent along with walking under a ladder or, uh, you know, stepping on a crack or anything like that, throwing salt over your shoulder, knocking on wood after saying something that could be contradictive or, uh, bring something into reality that you don't want to. All that stuff kind of, I, I mean, it, it feels like it's kind of like the old way, right? Yeah. Um, I think our generation was when the the old ways or the old world was kind of finally ha- at its end, so to speak. And um, at, yeah, I think we were the last ones to really learn about 
a lot of the superstition, um, magic, for lack of a better word, uh, the spiritual realm. I mean, mm-hmm. even because um, even even though you see a lot of people that are still religious today, even that is dwindled down a little bit compared to years past. Sure, I you know, and I think spiritualism, what what it's done is it's taken a different route, right? A, a different road, different path. Um, there are the new age of. Mm-hmm spiritualism and religion is more prominent now, whereas the old ways are, and I say old ways as in the recent over the last 50 years, right? hundred years. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, not the old, old ways, which stem way back to early Christianity <laughs> and even beyond that. Right? Where we were sacrificing and humans and animals and everything else. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, so I think there's been a big change in one could say development in the understanding of the paranormal, the superstitions, the supernatural. But I think, in my opinion, and we can get into this toward the end of the show when we kind of do our wrap up. Uh, but I think that many of these new agey things, some of the new theories and new beliefs kind of hinder a lot of people because I think there's still a lot of truth and strength in some of those old superstitions, those wives tales uh, that are really stemmed from some sort of truth, possibly. Uh, but we'll go ahead and get into that at the end here. Meanwhile, the meat of the show is going to talk about, we're going to talk about or discuss really the different meanings behind broken glass. Uh, so <clears throat> first and foremost, glass making dates, dates back to ancient Mesopotamia, and it's one of the oldest art forms and the material played a pivotal role in everyday lives of humans throughout history. Now, of course, as you can imagine, its significance paved the way for many superstitions and spiritual interpretations now one of the things that breaking glass could mean is simply the end of an era or cycle now this isn't something that you know jumps straight into my mind when i break glass i just think shoot i lost a cup you know or something like that but many people uh, believe that the spiritual meaning of broken glass represents the end of a specific cycle in your life and that might sound foreboding at first but it's not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, an end of an era could mean, and we've used this before on our show, you know, basically closing one door could mean opening another. Mm-hmm. So we'll go through many instances in our lives where one door closes while another opens to us. And sometimes we're kind of in a purgatory, you know, when one door closes, we're kind of stuck for a moment or two, but eventually uh, something else opens, right? A door, a window, whatever. Uh, but you know, this, type of meaning could refer to uh, moving to a new place. It could be changing jobs or careers, starting a life with, uh, you know, someone special, a new relationship, family relationships, even, Um, you know, new, I think, movements into uh, a deeper connection with even family and friends. Uh, So, yeah, you know, I I do find this one to be really interesting, but I, I think the biggest thing there is, determining and you will this this is a broad statement here for all of these because i think once you learn all of these the big question is determining what the meaning is behind the broken glass yeah i mean it's kind of like tarot cards like Mm -hmm. understanding what the meaning is for sure uh the next one is an urge to be careful 
Now, when we think of broken glass, of course, as Justin said, one thing that happens is you hurt yourself, right? Uh, uh, Glass is very fragile thing. And if it breaks, you too happen to be pretty fragile for the most part. So trying to pick it up, you might cut yourself pretty hard. Um, Now, with that said, breaking glass could be a sign from the universe to be extra cautious of your surroundings and experiences. It could mean that something's coming your way and it's up to you to take a moment to try to protect yourself. So in other words, it could be a warning of some sort. But again, that interpretation doesn't necessarily or shouldn't necessarily scare you because some of these events that may be forewarning something uh, could very well just be very small. It could be simple. Pieces of broken glass could mean, oh, you're going to stub your toe when you step out the door. There's no real significance necessarily. And a lot of this you should take with a grain of salt, unless, of course, you're feeling a deep-rooted uh, feeling when you break the glass and you feel like there's something much more, like much bigger happening or at play here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the third thing that broken glass could mean is taking a moment to embrace new perspectives. Now, many of us happen to be the type of person who likes to stay in our own way. We have fears, we have doubts, we have worries. Uh, we, you know, whether it's getting a new job, asking somebody out, taking that next step in your career, uh, whatever it is, you know, many of us will hesitate, will doubt it, fear it, and we end up becoming kind of comfortable in our own little shell. And we don't take the time to expand and grow. Uh, and that goes the same, like for me as a prime example, open up a bit here, but in terms of my spirituality, right? So I've over the last year and a half or so, I've grown significantly because I've allowed myself to explore other sides of spirituality aside from just the Christian view. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't something that was easy, but it was something I felt drawn to do. Uh, and though I was fearful at first, I ended up finding, at least for me, and this isn't for everyone, but for me, God allowed that and stuck with me and showed me another way of growing close to him and being spiritually aware uh, at the same time, you know, uh, which I think, you know, is, is a small example, at least in the spiritual aspect of taking the time to learn new perspectives, you know, or find a perspective. Yeah, I actually just made a comment to Shelly about getting in your own way today because I said, you know, um, she had mentioned that she didn't get a residency for one of the schools here. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, I think at this point everything works out for the best. I keep trying to tell myself that too, but my brain doesn't want to believe it. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that that's kind of how we get in our own own way yeah just yeah we constantly think about everything <laughs> oh for sure um well and and here's the thing right because it, i i think now of course everyone has these different ideas behind broken glass but in this context pretend that we are the glass, right? We're just a solid glass pane, uh, pane. And 
we may stay perfectly still because we're fragile and we're scared we're going to get hurt. We're scared we're going to crack, chip, shatter, whatever. But what's nice about the glass breaking is once it's broken, it typically can't break anymore. And now you've just multiplied yourself significantly, meaning you can take on new possibilities. You don't have to worry about hurting yourself or becoming broken or something like that. Uh, and of course, this is obviously a broad statement. <laughs> you know, it's not necessarily meaning, oh, go break yourself and <laughs> everything will be okay. That's a bad idea. Uh, but you or know, it's one of shatter the- your personality and then you end up with multiple personality disorder. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> Uh, but like, according to this article, like what this article says, which by the way is, uh, at journeysoflife.com, uh, this meaning of, you know, the broken glass in terms of embracing new perspective is about saying goodbye to the complacency and comfort that you're in and taking the time to try to find something new, to let go of your rigid mindset and explore what's out there. And I think that's one thing that all of us become very familiar with. Like I'm, I'm very much a wanderlust type of person. I will, I will scroll through Instagram and whatever and look at all these photos of the world of, you know, the mountains and the seas and all that stuff and dream about going, but I never actually go. And it's because I'm complacent and comfortable just sitting there scrolling. But then I did something last year, October. Yeah, last year in October, where it was, I finally went out to Salem, which you and I have talked about for years that I finally mm-hmm. just did it. And it was the most enjoyable experience. I did it by myself. It was absolutely thrilling. I loved it. It was so nice to actually go. I, I was originally, well, I tried to get you to go, which would have been great. Um, but there was something about going myself that was just kind of like a something I didn't expect, I guess, you know, because you're just to yourself. You get to think to yourself. You get to explore things without worrying about someone else who's getting hungry or, you know, wants to take a break or whatever. Uh, so I think getting out there is really, it's definitely important and something you should consider should glass break. If you're that type of person who's compliant uh, and comfortable in where you are, but you have this mindset that you kind of want to reach out and get somewhere new, then you should definitely consider that as a possibility should glass break around you. So the fourth one then is, of course, delicate relationships and a broken heart. Um, and we've talked about relationships in the past and how they just kind of suddenly end at times. Uh, sometimes we know that they're, it's coming. Sometimes we don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, broken glass could mean a couple of different things here. It could mean that uh, it, it represents the end of a relationship. It could mean that uh, a broken heart is on the horizon. It could mean that something that was once solid and good or perfect may become faltering. But again, this doesn't necessarily mean an end all. Broken glass could just mean miscommunication, right? Or a lack of communication, something you need to work on. It doesn't necessarily mean just, oh, we throw in the towel, broken glass, goodbye, wife. <laughs> Goodbye, husband. Goodbye, dogs. Goodbye, everybody. Right? Uh, it's just things you need to, that you probably have to consider and think about, uh, and take the time to to adjust and and evaluate your relationships. And this doesn't mean um, uh, romantic relationships either. This could be you know 
family, friends, acquaintances, uh, coworkers, things like that. Uh, so we've all been in those situations, I think, where we just don't see the eye to eye on stuff. That could be what broken class means. It's on the verge or on the horizon. Just take caution and be ready to uh, to adapt as necessary should you need to. That one's funny because I just saw a video today about this guy. His name was Larry. I forget where he was from, but he walked into a bank, hmm. handed the teller a note that says, I have a gun. Give me the money. So the teller gave him $3,000. Larry grabbed it, went and sat in the lobby waited for the cops to come. So the cops arrested him, but they were confused. They're like, what the hell is this guy doing? So they reach out to the wife and the wife says, yeah, he left me a note saying he would rather be in jail than spend the rest of his life with me. And so Larry goes in front of the judge and the judge sends him to six months house arrest for this wife. That's just an asshole thing to do. It's so messed up. But you say you bringing up, you don't just leave everything and and leave. Well, the world, you know, the universe has an interesting way of of playing games. Like, Oh, you think it's going to be that easy? Well, now you're going to be stuck with her. No, you can't leave. So the fifth barrier or fifth thing to consider when coming across broken glass or when breaking glass uh, is breaking down invisible barriers. And this kind of stems back to what we just talked about in number three, which is embracing new perspectives. Because in the same fold, breaking down invisible barriers uh, could be a call to like fantastic opportunities, which are headed in your direction. Uh, maybe it's a burning in your soul. Maybe it's getting ready to do something important or great. Uh, maybe in the past you would see those moments and stray away from them. Uh, but in this case, broken glass could say, or could mean that you should go after it, take a chance, uh, do something good or great or whatever. And for example, again, I'll use a lot of examples in this because you know, I, I think as I'm reading through this uh, for a second time, I'm kind of starting to relate some ideas as to how broken glass could affect, even though I haven't broken glass um, in several weeks. Uh, But, you know, one thing I'm I'm reading green lights by Matthew McConaughey and I'm starting to get this idea or this perspective of like, what's a red light? What's a green light? Cause I feel like I've been stuck at a red light for a long time. And you and I have talked about this in Mm -hmm. private, uh, especially when it comes to my tarot and stuff like that. Um, and what it's been telling me. So, you know, I think it's important to take a moment to try to realize what is a green light, you know, but at the also like, what is a yellow light? What is red light? You know, some, there are some things that you're pursuing in life that we're all pursuing that maybe we should step back from that red light. Right. Mm. Others that are caution. We should slow down. Don't move too quick. You know, before you get hit by another something else, you know, heading in the opposite direction. Uh, but then there's those green lights where it's like, okay, cool, let's do this. And, you know, that's an important thing to to consider as well, I think, uh, when you come across broken glass. Yeah, for sure. Um, number six, 
And you can, if you want to take over at all, just let me know. You know. <laughs> um, broken promises. So there are some people, some spiritualists, that believe that the meaning of broken glass is connected to an experience that often causes pain uh, and disappointment, uh, which is broken promises. And we've all experienced those people who broken promises. And we ourselves have all broken a promise. If you guys text us or message us and tell us, yeah, don't text us. That'd be weird. You shouldn't have our numbers. Uh, <laughs> but if you message us, <laughs> uh, email us, whatever, and tell us that you've never broken a promise, I don't know if I'd believe that. Uh, I think we've all broken promises, not necessarily on purpose, but I think there's been instances where probably every single human being has broken a promise. Now, Sometimes it would seem like everything is good. A promise is made, we're set, awesome. And then that broken glass comes along and it could mean that maybe not everything is as kosher as we thought. Um, you know, and I think the other thing too to consider here though is that a, bro- a promise isn't always something made by the person opposite to you, whoever's breaking the promise. Sometimes we make promises to ourselves that we break. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, And sometimes it's personal promises. Sometimes it's relationship stuff. You know, sometimes you believe something that isn't true. um, And you think of it as a promise. Like, yeah, this is good. And then all of a sudden, like a relationship that ends for whatever reason, you promise yourself thinking, Oh, this is, this is great. We're talking about summertime. We're talking about, you know, doing this, riding bikes, whatever. And then, boom, you get hit with a whammy where it all ends. And, you know, I think there are moments where you need to consider what exactly the promises are. If this is, again, something that that you're feeling could be the reason behind the broken glass. And uh, just be aware, you know, be aware of what type of promises you made to yourself and what others have made and consider those and see if whether or not that is something that this glass is trying to tell you or forewarn about. The seventh is weakened convictions. And this is actually the final spiritual meaning, at least in this article. I'm sure there's plenty more uh, around the web or books and elsewhere. Uh, But some believe that breaking glass is a symbol of your own convictions and soul. Seeing it shattered on the ground means you aren't true to yourself and your soul has been weakened. Now, everyone has their own belief system, right? We know that very well here on Parachute Radio. And you have convictions that make up who you are and you likely believe in them strongly. But do you walk the walk or just talk the talk? And we all know those people that talk the talk, right? We do. Yeah, We also know some that, a few, I think, that walk the walk. But it's really easy to have convictions with no basis in reality. So you could be taught to believe one thing, but act like something else. It's more common than you think, actually, right? Growing up, uh, and not just myself, but like how many stories have we read or have heard, I should say, about children going to Christian schools, being raised in a Christian school, Christian church, all that. They're taught a certain biblical way to live, but they very rarely ever do, right? Mm -hmm. It's like, 
quote unquote sin after sin after sin because it's rebellion. And we often do that, even ourselves, we do that to ourselves as, you know, adults where we have a conviction, oh, I'm not like that. But in reality, you might be. And this is something I actually learned or heard about on a, a YouTube channel uh, a couple of days ago that I was watching. And it's this idea of like, it's one thing to dislike somebody, right? Mm-hmm. There's stuff we all have that person we dislike. But then we all have that person or two who hate somebody. And hate is a strong word. Mm-hmm. But the fact is we all, somebody hates somebody, right? We all do. And what this channel was saying was that often, in many cases, when you hate somebody for a certain reason, it's because you see something in them that is extremely familiar to yourself that you hate about yourself. And that's why you hate that person. And this actually goes into a lot of shadow work, uh, which is something we could talk about in the future if you guys want to. Uh, shadow work is something I've been learning a lot about and something I'm trying to incorporate into my daily practice, uh, spiritual practice. But the idea then is to just simply take a step back, right? Realize what you're feeling convictions about. Why do you feel the way you do about something and find out what the root of the problem is. And that can help repair a lot of damage uh, to you currently and to the future you as well. Uh, so that's really what the seventh one is, is just working on weekend convictions, uh, taking a moment to realize why you're going against the grain of your own convictions and beliefs. Right. Well, reading through this article, I was I was reading through all of the different the the seven that they listed, and then it gets to what about when you keep breaking glass? So the other parts are like I think they're saying more along the lines of not necessarily you personally you're breaking glass, but you're coming across broken glass or breaking glasses happening around you, but you're not necessarily affecting the glass. Mm -hmm. Um, So something that I thought was hilarious just to read through it is it basically says it's not just because of clumsiness or bad luck. You know, it's there might be more to it to that than that. Um, But uh, it talks about how maybe you've, fallen into a comfortable cycle in your life and that you're blind to, to truths and you're, you're just kind of basically zombieing through life and not paying attention to anything. But you know, you breaking glass is a way for the universe to bring you back to reality and be like, dude, wake up. You know, there's more to life than what you're doing right now. Mm -hmm. Um, the, goes into broken symbolism or broken glass symbolism. Um, one of the biggest things is glass is created by superheating one of the most abundant things in the world, sand, and turning it into this very strong material, but also very fragile material. You know, you can protect yourself from the elements in your homes. Uh, we use it to go to space and uh, withstand high temperatures doing that. But um, it really makes you think about how this material is not just strong and powerful, but also 
highlights fragility in life in general. Mm-hmm. And I think that is one of the biggest things to think about when you're thinking about this whole concept of broken glass and what does it mean? I I think that it's to kind of wake you up and be like, dude, you're as strong as you believe you are. Doesn't matter how fragile you are. You're also strong too. Right. Um, the one thing that I was disappointed about this article is the biblical meaning behind broken glass for the most part all it is talking about is recent recent christianity mm. and how coming across broken glass uh kind of is a warning sign for sin and you know if you're coming across gro- broken glass uh you need to avoid and cleanse yourself uh, avoid sin and cleanse yourself and you know, the broken glass is kind of that concept, too. It's broken. You need to clean it up. Right. Kind of a thing. Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I, I was reading through it and I was hoping there was some sort of like biblical references or something right. like that. But <laughs> right. no, it was just, it's, you know, it was like a, a thought, you know, in passing. Um, yeah, that's it. Nothing right. else to say about that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it does go into a couple other things like another Another biblical meaning behind broken glass has to do with decision making. Mm-hmm. Um, we always want to rely on God to tell us what to do, mm-hmm. and, and in reality, you know, we have that in ourselves. We just want to put it on something else, so we don't have to make that decision. And right. broken glass in Christianity uh, kind of symbolizes that in a way. Because guess what? Well. The glass broke. God intended it to do so. So that must mean that what I'm thinking about doing, that's my that's my answer right there. Yeah. And, you know, and I think there's absolutely a time and place for that type of reasoning. Uh, and, of course, it really depends on what it is that you're going through. Obviously, you know, some things that are there are some things that are very serious that when you break glass, you might think, oh, that's a divine in- intervention. Right. Right. Uh, and it should be depending on, again, depending on what it is without going into too much detail here. Um, but actually we'll go into a little detail now that I think about well, it. Cause why not? Right. <laughs> but for example, um, people, people, the people who suffer with depression, right. Is one thing that we've often talked about on this show over this last year is the unfortunate and sad realization that people, a lot of people have suicidal thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're in a really deep place like that and a deep dark place like that and glass shatters, you might be able to go ahead and take that as a sign of divine intervention, right? Uh, you can interpret it as, whoa, that is a mortal sin in the Christian world, or at least in the Catholic world. Um, and that I should take a moment to really realize like I'm not alone. God is here. Uh, that glass shouldn't have broken, but by some weird reason, it did, you know? Um, and so th- I, I think there are moments where we can absolutely use divine intervention when it comes to broken glass. But I think in the daily, you know, the normal day-to-day aspect of, of stuff, you know, I don't think... 
I don't know. In my opinion, I just don't think God is randomly going to break glass. I'm like, that means turn to me like, oh, uh, I shouldn't go down this road because like today I drove down a road that said no through traffic. I mean, if glass, if I saw a broken bottle, I wouldn't think of that as God saying, no, 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 that's a rule. And breaking a rule means a sin. And therefore you shouldn't do it. That's ridiculous. Um, I would have looked know. at it and been like, Hey, that's a dare. I'm going down this road and see what, let's see what happens. No, I did go down the road. I wasn't going about to go around the block. Like I, I needed to get home. Um, I was like, hell no. So yeah. And nothing happened. Like it was a one way street. My one way. The, I was like, okay, well, if a cop shows up behind me, I'll just pull into a driveway. <laughs> I'm not going through. I'm just stopping at a house. You know, not that big of a deal. <laughs> uh, Something on the was, flip side. Good. Oh, so I was going to say on the flip side, if I turned into that driveway and that cop drove all the way through, I'd be pissed. <laughs> be breaking the law. Oh, so many times I've seen cops uh, or people like fly by me and stuff and been like, yeah, where the hell are, where's the cops now? Right. Um, but some, I was going to say something that this article doesn't talk about is actually, uh, in the Jewish faith it, during a wedding, um, the tradition mm-hmm. is to wrap a, a glass in cloth and then stomp it. The, the husband stomps it with their foot. And that's supposed to represent many years of love and prosperity in the marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, that's an interesting concept too, because we're we're talking about a lot of bad things here. But that's something that is good. Uh, something else that this article goes into is the meaning of broken glass in dreams, which I did not realize broken glass is a common image in people's dreams. I, I don't didn't either. I've never I, seen. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't remember ever dreaming about broken glass or breaking and you know any type of glass or anything yeah. like that. So. Yeah, that's a weird one. I, I thought the same thing when I read that. I was like, and even I, when I talk to people about dreams, we both talk to people, I think, uh, I mean, on the show, but also individually about dreams. And I've never had anyone say, oh, yeah, I I dream a lot about broken glass. You know, and there's been people who dream a lot about certain fears, you know, right. spiders being hurt, murdered, stuff like that. But not specifically broken glass. Right. But the the entire meaning behind that is basically to slap you in the face and be like, dude, wake up. There's a lot of things going on that you're missing. Kind of like I mentioned earlier about when you're breaking glass in reality. Uh, it's kind of the same concept. It's It's time for you to realize that it's time for change. It's time for transformation. Yes, it's going to be challenging, but you're going to get through it. Just like that glass got through it its entire life before being broken. Mm-hmm. Um, it goes into is breaking glass a good or bad omen? And basically all it really says is depends on the, the situation, you know? Yeah. I think it so, depends on the situation and the individual in which right, right. breaks the glass. So, yes, it could be good. It could be bad. But like we've all been brought up to think, you know, breaking a mirror is seven years bad luck. Really, uh, something that that was all about was parents trying to warn kids about 
being around glass and that's a fragile thing. No, no, no. You don't want bad seven years bad luck. Don't break that. Um, stop running around the house. You're going to break the damn mirror. You're going to have seven years bad luck. Things like that. Um, and a lot of a lot of the stuff we've talked about, especially with superstitions, like you mentioned, stepping on a crack and your mom hasn't mm-hmm. broken her back. Um, yeah. You know that is kind of a way to just warn kids. Watch where you're walking, or you're gonna trip and fall. Kind of thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <For> sure. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I was gonna say like again a lot of a lot of that still comes from down to perspective, right? Because you might be somebody who's despite you know people saying, look, none of that. The superstition is just superstition in and of itself, right? Uh, but there are people who will continue to believe in that superstition. Mm-hmm. And so believing that if, you know, if you break glass or break a mirror and you get seven years of bad luck, we've talked about this again. There's a lot of things in this episode that we've talked about over the years, over and over and over again. And the idea of the mind and the strength and power that the mind has, if you believe in it, you make it a reality. So if you continue to believe in the, in the, the belief in the superstition, and that breaking a mirror can give you seven years bad luck and you believe strongly in that you're going to continue to create uh, moments in your life that seem like bad luck or maybe you're not creating them, but you're going to see things that are just normal incidents, but you're going to take it as, oh, it's because I broke that mirror, you know? Um, I mean, yeah, I could sit here and say I'm freaking cursed to the to the bones in so many aspects of my life, but that isn't necessarily true. That's just the way things are playing as the cards dealt at the moment. You know, we go through seasons Um, and I can't say I've ever had seven, literally seven years of bad luck. And I've broken a lot of mirrors over, over the years. So, you know, again, I think it just comes down to one's perspective and just changing that perspective, changing the belief behind the superstitions. Uh, I would growing up, I would never, and part of this comes from my OCD, um, where I would never step on a crack, wouldn't walk under the ladder, be extremely careful with mirrors. And then I got to a point where it's like, you know what? I'm not going to think about where I'm walking all the time. And I'm going to just go out of my way to walk under this ladder and just see what happens. Nothing's happened, you know? So it's, again, you guys, everyone has to just take a moment to realize what is super uh superstition and what that means and then what is reality and sometimes it's good to test those things so long as you're doing it safely that was actually something i was just gonna ask you is the the ocd thing and if it affects if if it affects you with these superstitions oh um, yes (laughs) i mean 100 percent. like the whole idea of ocd is superstition right well right (laughs) um that's the whole point of it so yeah i mean there there are aspects where in my life where i've been strong enough mentally to combat the superstitions like the ladder thing for example or walking on cracks but then there are other things that i'm not good at doing uh, so if I have a negative thought that I don't want to come true, I have to redo or create some sort of compulsion to counterbalance and even outweigh 
the negativity. Uh, so, and I've used this in the past, but like, uh, we'll just use flipping lights, turning lights mm-hmm. on and off. You know, if, if I walk into a room and I flip a light on and at that exact same moment, I have a negative thought in my mind, I'm thinking, well, that thought's going to come true because I, I like turned it on. I like gave it energy when I flipped that light. Right. So now I have to go back, turn the light off and try turning it, uh, turning it on again while thinking of a positive thought. And the problem is with somebody who has OCD or at least who has a uh, clinically diagnosed severe, semi-severe, mild OCD, you know, um, cause there's different types of OCD, by the way, there's like seven different types. Uh, but in this case, it's the ones who don't have the built-in chemically induced filter that most human minds have, most human brains have. So I'm lacking it. And so when I turn on a light and try to counterbalance that negative thought, the problem becomes that I'm obsessive. I become obsessive of that negative thought. And so I continue in that compulsion because no matter how hard I try to counterbalance it with a good thought, the only thing that happens when I flip on the light is a negative thought. And eventually, maybe I get that light turned on. I mean, I have to, because otherwise I'm not going to bed. So eventually my <laughs> mind gets it and I get the positive thought. Um, and it's, it's, it's messed up, but I'm going to be, you know, get you guys know I've been pretty open, uh, as of late about like my own mental everything. So some things that I do and what many people with, uh, OCD do is they create some sort of pain factor. They trigger a pain factor. So that could mean digging my nail into my hand or grinding my the back of my hand up against my light, creating, in some cases, drawing blood. Because what happens is the pain registers to the mind and it erases the negative thought because all the mind can do is focus on that pain. And then the light turns on or off or whatever, and we're good. We didn't have a negative thought. All we had, like in our minds, pain isn't a negative thought because pain, it diminishes. Um, negative reinforcement, basically. It's negative. Yeah, it's negative. Re- yeah, you're basically fighting fire with fire. But one fire, you're more willing to accept than the other in this case. Uh, it's messed up. It is. I know that. And the fact is that anyone who has OCD actually knows how messed up it all is and how ridiculous it is to believe half the stuff that we think. Um, and not that we all think the same thing, but we all have negative thoughts. Uh, those right. of us who are, you know, of the same kind, we know it's ridiculous, but we can't help but believe that whatever those thoughts are can come true. It's part of the chemical that isn't produced in the brain. Right. There's a lot of science behind it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break. You've been listening to Paratruth Radio, and uh, we'll be back right after this. Did you know that as a small business owner, placing a video on a landing page can increase conversion rate by 80% and increase online sales by up to 60%? Most production companies will charge more than $2,000 for a 30-second video. And let's face it, as a small business owner, that's a lot of money. My name is Eric Skerbeck, and you know me as one of the voices behind Paratruth Radio. However, I'm also the owner of Finicky Fox Productions, a video production company that delivers high-quality video content on a budget. 
I offer both full production and specialized services at a third of the cost of most without hindering the quality that will set you apart from your competitors. Whether you need help from initial idea to final render or individual services like writing, filming, editing, or sound design, Finicky Fox Productions has you covered. So check us out at finickyfoxproductions.com and let's tell your story. Welcome on back to Parajuth Radio. As always, my name is Eric. And I'm Justin. And we've been talking about the various beliefs behind broken glass. Um, now we've covered a lot this, this, however long it's been. Uh, but primarily we've covered the seven spiritual meanings of broken glass. We've talked about the superstition of broken glass, the meaning biblically of broken glass. Uh, we've even talked about, um, how broken glass or the meaning of broken glass within dreams. So <clears throat> there is a lot of information in this one article and so much more on the rabbit hole that is the web. Uh, and unfortunately, there is a lot of information that is misinformation. And there's information that is proper, you know, good information. And the hard thing to do is differentiate which is which. Mm. And I think in the end, it just really comes down to your own perspective and what it is you want to do with the information that you're receiving. Right? Right. So if you're somebody who often uh, struggles with superstition regarding broken glass or broken mirrors and you want to uh, find positive reinforcement to show that there's nothing to worry about, then you should take the time to try to concentrate and believe in those, those beliefs, the various spiritual beliefs and whatnot that could be positive regarding broken glass. Um, as opposed to just accepting it all as negative and problematic. But again, it's off. It's ultimately just going to be up to the person reading and learning. Right. Well, like I said, it kind of reminds me of tarot just for this specific article, um, because it, it really depends on the situation. Like you said, the person reading it and what meaning we get out of it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I broke a glass. Does that mean that Uncle Ernie really is going to die tomorrow? Uh, or I'm thinking about leaving my job. Well, that broken glass means I shouldn't because, you know, everybody's miserable in their, in their job and, you know, I should just work through it. Doesn't mean that specifically, but if you believe it, then maybe it is, you know, who knows? Yeah. I think the big thing here is whatever it is, whether it's breaking glass or it's some other thing, you know, some sort of sign that you take, something you take as a sign, you need to take the moment to meditate on it, pray on it, think about it a lot and determine what it is that, that the incident represents, right. And how it affects you negatively, positively, indifferently, whatever. 
Um, it's normal, I think, for people to jump to conclusions. Uh, and I, you have to take the time, though, and realize that jumping to conclusions is really it doesn't benefit anybody. Mm. You need to take a moment to meditate, pray and think about what it is that could be that this broken glass in this case could be meaning. Right. Right. Um, Because maybe you're having a rough time in your relationship. Right. And you break glass and you, you're immediately jumping to, Oh my God, it's the relationship, but maybe not. Maybe the broken glass is referring to something else that's happening on the side, something that might be even bigger. Or maybe not, but you know, I think that's the thing you need to to consider. And also, do note that these are all just kind of like these are all kind of one or the other. In 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 everything we talked about, it's like oh, it could be this or it could be that. Sometimes it could be multiple things, right? It could be broken glass in a relationship. Maybe it's a negative thing, but broken glass also in your job career could be a good thing. They could have multifaceted meanings. Mm. Uh, and that is something you need to determine as well. So concentrating, thinking, meditation, praying are very important when it comes to discerning uh, what your steps should be, whatever and whatever it is that you're dealing with. Okay. So with having OCD and before mm. reading this article, did you ever find any meaning? Because you had asked me the same question. Did you ever find any meaning behind broken glass or breaking glass multiple times before reading that article? Other than the you know seven years bad luck for mirror. Yeah. No. No. Usually, if, I mean, it's only ever been for mirrors. It's only been my. I've never thought anything about glass breaking. And you know, if glass breaks, it's like, damn, there goes another. Right. Glass, right? <laughs> like I'm down one more glass. I was going to say, there's, there's <laughs> only one more in that uh, set. What the hell? Yeah. What am I going to do now? <laughs> now they're uneven. My OCD is going crazy. No, <laughs> I actually, for my OCD, I don't like even numbers. I, li- I like odd numbers. Um, that's not here or there. There, I mean, there would be people that are the opposite of that too for their OCD too. Like, mm-hmm. um, and the the funniest thing about we talk about OCD a lot um, is when I was 13 and I think I've brought this up before and I went to a psychiatrist. They told me, Oh, you have, you have a slight case of OCD because I had put down, you know, um, it asks on their little questionnaire, do things need to be in alphabetical order Mm. for you or, you know, like books, DVDs, whatever. Um, And I had put, yes, because me personally, I like things in a particular order. Um, but he had also saw certain facial tics mm. when he was talking to me. And I'm like, okay, so in general, I, I feel everybody has a little bit of OCD about certain things in their life. Right. That to me is not a diagnosis. Oh, you, you have a small case of OCD. Everybody's got a small case of OCD. That's not a diagnosis to me. <laughs> it's it's the ones that suffer severely from OCD that you should be diagnosing that with because 
the medication or, or whatever therapy you're going to use is going to benefit them better than what you're you're trying to d- diagnose me with and medicate me for. So, right. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. And you know, and I think growing up, I mean, when 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 before I was diagnosed, I didn't know I had OCD. I didn't understand it, and none of my family did either. Like immediate family. Um, but even to this day, you know, my sisters get like they get literally angry with their friends when they're or, or people that they meet when when they're like you know they freak out because something's not neat you know or oh they, you didn't put that down and you know and they're like oh i you know i, I just have ocd and they like say it so nonchalantly like oh, i'm up ocd and like my sisters will literally be like no you, no you're not <laughs> like my brother's got ocd and i've lived with it you don't have OCD and you just have a preference <laughs> of how you prefer, you know, like something there. And it's funny because a lot of people, you know, they, they claim OCD, but they've never actually taken the time to do the research as to what OCD does is, right. you know, and that's probably like one of the hardest things for me over the years. And something I do relatively regularly is learn about my own uh, symptoms. Mm. I was going to say problems or issues and they're neither. That's not the right way to look at that. Um, But, you know, my own symptoms and learn like, okay, well, what are ways to treat it in my, uh, on my, on my own without medication, but also like, what should I be looking for? Like, how is it developed? What new information is out there? Things like that. Um, But I think a lot of people who say they have OCD and don't truly don't, if they would have done, if they do research, they might realize like, Oh, I shouldn't say that. You know, cause in my opinion, and this is just my opinion. Um, it's kind of offensive. No, and, you know, I, I'm not same difference for people who have family that are, I don't, I can never remember the current PC term, but mentally disabled, but people mm-hmm. will use the term retarded or mm-hmm. you retard or things like that. And it, in this day and age, I, I mean, back in the day, it was not necessarily kosher, but that's what they, that's the term they use. And then people started using it derogatorily. Mm. Same difference. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, anyway, enough (laughs) of OCD. So many things to, to think about guys over this episode. (laughs) Um, As Eric had mentioned last week we are working towards getting more guests on we do have uh dr heather lynn confirmed to be on later this month to talk about her newest book the anunnaki connection which is great because we did our own episode about the anunnaki and i'm i highly doubt we even got close to covering everything about the anunnaki yeah there's Um, a lot so make sure you're staying tuned for that uh we've got another guest early in may we're kind of kind of try and split it up you know back and forth between us doing an episode by ourselves and us having a guest on just because after a while it gets kind of boring for either so um eric had mentioned you know uh shadow work and i do have a a guest in mind for that too so we'll we'll be mixing a bunch of different stuff in spiritual non-spiritual aliens uh cryptids all that great stuff into 2023 this year so stay tuned for all of that um anything i'm missing before we head out for tonight um no i don't think so just once again i hope everyone has has or had a happy easter 
And um, oh, we're almost to summer, guys. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. I, I, after this winter, I'm very much looking forward to no snow for a while. So yeah, as of this recording, it's actually really funny, everybody, because I texted Justin this morning, the morning of this recording. I was like, dude, it's 80 degrees in Cleveland, Ohio right now. He's like, oh, we're getting hit with a snowstorm. <laughs> Bro, that's crazy. Which like, actually was not as bad as they forecasted. It was okay. mostly high winds. But uh, yeah, we almost uh, maybe we did even hit the actual record of 100 inches of snow. Dang. Um, it's crazy. It was, I think it was like the record for Bismarck was 101 or 103, something like that. Um, we last measurement was like 87 that I saw. And with what came, which wasn't very much, they were predicting eight to 18 and we only got like three to four. Um, yeah, still a lot of snow in comparison to previous years. You so, know what? I commend y'all because. Today, with that 80 degree, it felt so nice. And I was just like, <laughs> if I was in North Dakota, I'd be so depressed right now. Like, <laughs> oh man, it'd be horrible. <laughs> so keep us in thoughts and prayers, folks, during Easter and here in the, the Midwest area. So uh, until next week, where you find us, same time, same channel. My name is Justin. And I'm Eric. Peace. Coming up on 5-Minute News, I'm Anthony Davis. You might think it's partisan because maybe it's critical of one side or the other, but it's not, it's just the truth. And I think that's also something that's kind of unusual for Americans listening to the radio or to podcasts because the news landscape in the States has been so partisan for so many decades. So 5-Minute News is verified, truthful, independent, unbiased, and essential world news daily.